Hi, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Tara Humphrey. I run an award-winning healthcare consultancy specialising in supporting primary care networks. I'm a facilitator. I am a mum of three. I have an MBA and I would class myself as a bit of an adventurer. And I absolutely love all things business, all things leadership, all things management. So I created this podcast for clinical and non-clinical colleagues working in the field of health and care and for those of you looking to develop your leadership skills. Every week we release an episode which focuses on the hard and soft skills required to lead in this increasingly complex environment as we move to delivering more integrated care. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hey, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. This week, we have got a bonus episode for you today because I really wanted to speak with Hannah Beecham, who is the founder of Red January. And Red January is a social and community movement which promotes the impact of exercise and movement during the month of January to support us with our mental health. If you are a long-time listener of the podcast, you know I really, really enjoy exercise. I really don't mind what I do, whether it's cycling, running, walking. I'm really into Pilates. I've got a Peloton bike, so I can't sit still. So any opportunity to get up and move around, I'm, I'm on it. I'm interested. And even though Red January is designed to support us with our mental health, I think one thing you guys may not know is that when I was a kid, I was very overweight. So when I was at school, at secondary school, I was a size 18. So yeah, I was really, really big and just ate. I've got a real sweet tooth and yeah, didn't have a very good relationship with food. Like I ate my feelings. So exercise is really, really, really important to me. And I have to work hard at it to keep a weight that I am happy with. But from a business perspective, exercise also really helps me with my day-to-day productivity. It helps me manage my emotions. I'm more focused and clear and all of those things support our mental health. So I'm a really big advocate and believer of movement, whatever that may be. You don't have to run marathons. It can just be just doing a walk, going outside, stretching your body, whatever it is. And over time, I guarantee you, you will see the benefits So without further ado, here is my conversation with Hannah Beecham, MBE, founder and CEO of Red January. Hey, Hannah, thank you so much for joining me today on the Business of Healthcare podcast. How are you doing? Oh, really well. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So we got connected due to a guy called Dr. Mohan Sekram. He tagged me. So he's, Mohan's been on the podcast a couple of times and is like the guru of social prescribing. And he tagged me into this initiative online called Red January. So I was a bit like, if Mohan says it's good, 
I will definitely check it out. And then I registered and kind of went down this rabbit hole. And I thought it would be an amazing opportunity to introduce Red January to my listeners if they have not come across it. So Hannah, could you introduce, if you tell us, let's start with a little bit about yourself and why you founded Red January. Absolutely. And just, you know, Mohan has been a part of Red Now for, I think, six years. He's been, yeah, he's been part of the journey. So, um, it's brilliant when you hear that other redders have connected other people. That's kind of the beauty of red. It's a real ripple effect. So um, I'm so pleased that that's how you found out as well. That's amazing. So yes, we have been going for eight years now. And it started with my incredible mum. So my mum experiences depression. And she was going through particularly low periods during the winter time. And I, I noticed that her symptoms were increasing during that time. I noticed that she was lower in mood, lower in energy. And because obviously the nature of the relationship and it being my mum, it got me thinking about what was out there to support my mum during the winter and to support all of us as well, whether you experience mental health challenges or not. We all experience lower mood, lower energy at some point. Um, and those can be exacerbated in the winter. So what I found was that actually in the winter, there really wasn't much out there eight years ago that was giving us a positive goal, something to empower us, give us a sense of purpose, then something to get us moving as well. All the evidence that we were reading was that actually in, in the UK alone, and inactivity levels are incredibly high. It's almost like we'd accepted that it's a time of year where you're just quite sedentary and you retreat indoors. And also as well, it's a time of year where you tend to feel quite isolated. So there was nothing really out there to connect with all at this time of year. And I couldn't get beat the winter blues out of my head. So the first year of Red was me and my mum setting a goal of moving every day in a way that worked for my mum. And that involved at times my mum getting out of bed, going for a shower. And throughout the course of the month, my mum took a step outdoors. We went for a walk with the dog and I noticed a huge improvement in how she felt about herself. And I didn't want that it to, to be it for my mum. So um, it was this real ripple effect, like what you experienced with Mohan, where friends, family got involved the following year. And here we are eight years on with, what, over 270,000 people embracing movement in a way that works for them and their lifestyle. And my mum is still at the heart of the community which is just incredible. So how many, how does it work? So that was, that was eight years. Like, how has it progressed? How did it go from just you and your mum to just, I don't know, how many people now? Yeah, so it's just over 270,000. That's people that have signed up as well, because we're really mindful that, I guess, again, the nature of a movement is people will take the essence of what Red January is, and hopefully it will inspire and empower them to move in a way that works for them. So there may be many more people out there that are getting involved and supporting themselves at this time of year. And how we got to this point, I wish I had a very short and succinct answer, but it's it's very much, it's been a it's been a real journey. And the first few years, I was working on Red alongside my full time job. So my background's in film advertising and marketing. And after a few years, it was so clear that there's a real need for initiatives like Red January in the winter. And I just, I just wanted to give it everything. So um, I left, left my full-time job and now focus on it largely full-time as well. And then I guess the magic of Red January is the community. So it's always been largely organic. 
And actually what we've seen, and it's what you've experienced in terms of your engagement now with RED is people in the community experience it for themselves and they share that experience with their friends, with their colleagues, with their family. They then get on board the next year. It's this beautiful ripple effect, which is led very much by people's experiences and people's stories as well. People come to RED for so many different reasons. People's motivations are so different. So for some, it could be that they want to do something personal for themselves. They want to support their own mental health. For others, it might be that actually they really want to come together with their friends at this time of year. And this is a really fun way to do that. And then for other people, it might be actually, this is a great way for me to give back to the mental health sector. I want to fundraise. I want to raise money. Because if you do decide to fundraise, it goes to movement and mental health projects. So other people get to experience the benefits of moving as well. So it's been amazing to see that community really come together at this time of year. And I guess, largely speaking, what we tend to see as well is January was always a really crappy time of year. And actually this time they're like, we cannot wait for January. We really look forward to it. And we want other people to experience that too. So it's it's definitely come from that community, a beautiful ripple effect. I think what attracted me, I do like to exercise, but it's nice that it's more, I would say I've got good mental health, but because I invest time in trying to make, make it good. And it's nice to have a challenge, which is, I do, I do love a fitness challenge, but it's nice to have a challenge that's not about the miles. It's just about moving. And I like that you can do anything, you know, like you can do Pilates, you can do yoga, you can do whatever. So I like that it's just quite free for you to choose. And I would say since COVID, I would say that I was, even though I'm online, I was never really part of a community. And then I kind of found the NHS 1000 Miles community. And that really, you know, on the days where I thought, oh, I can't be bothered, then I'd see somebody post and I think, right, okay, I'm going to go out for a walk. And I think now Red January is another online community which is really nice but also I do know people in real life I might next year I might say to I don't live in southwest London but I might see if I can just (laughs) join Mohan's gang so I think that even if you it's great if you do it with people but even if you do it by yourself you're just automatically part of the community and if you do have social media it's nice to see people's hashtags and see us wearing the red tops because it it just is that kind of added layer of connection it really is. And that's at the heart of everything that we do at Red. If I'm honest as well, it almost feels like movements become a bit of a byproduct to what we do. The community is very much like the essence of all of it. It's what you've experienced with the NHS 100 group that you've got as well. It's exactly that. It's exactly that. And actually what we've been experiencing over recent years is so many friendships are forged online. And then people meet up for local park runs or they meet up and they try an activity for the first time together. So many friendships have been forged, but not just that. If you are doing it with your friends, those connections deepen. And we've had we have families get involved every year. I had a parent contact me the other day actually saying thank you. We have a few, a couple of teenagers in the house. And actually at this time of year, they would be up in the room playing on the PlayStation and we'd be downstairs because there's not really much else to do. Whereas now we're getting out together on the weekend and we're walking as a family and we're having conversations and we weren't doing that before. So it's it's all that, that it's just, yeah, as I said, it's absolutely the essence of why I believe that Red is still here as well. It, It is those connections that keep driving it forward. 
And then, like, you know, incredibly well, it's that thing of once you experience the benefits of regular movement for yourself, you're more inclined to keep those things going. So every year that people come back to Red, they'll set a new personal goal and they'll challenge themselves and they'll get something from that. But all goals are so different. Again, it's it's whatever works for your lifestyle. I was going to say, like, what happens after January? But I suppose it's it's down to us, isn't it? It's down, it's down to us. It is down to, it is largely down to the community, but it is to say as well that we do continue the work that we're doing so our year-round mission really is we take the learnings and the insights from red january and we bring them into other work in this space a lot of people are doing incredible work in reducing the barriers to people embracing and enjoying movement day to day and we want to be part of that we want to be part of helping to support that to empower more people year-round so for example we've got a partnership with decathlon And you might have seen they introduced movement breaks into their working day. And unsurprisingly, people felt more productive, calmer, less stressed. So now with that evidence, we're bringing that into other organisations year round to encourage workplaces to start to incorporate movement breaks day to day as well. Again, it's never one size fits all with this, but it is just understanding what's going to work for different organisations. But to move a little more each day, well, the benefits that can come for that are obviously huge. So we're very passionate about making sure that year round, we're really at the forefront with our partners in bringing that change forward as well. So I'm going to make a very broad sweeping statement. So I hope I don't get cancelled. But I think that sometimes people in, not everybody, but I think sometimes people in working in a healthcare setting are sometimes the worst at taking care of themselves because they're dedicated to taking care of other people and it is incredibly busy. So whenever we will say, oh, we need to make time for this, we need to make time for that, you know, the face is like, like, I don't have time to do my job, let alone do extra things. What advice would you give to people that feel like there just there isn't any time in the day to do any additional well-being stuff? Hmm, it's such a good question. And it's I know you've seen this as well. It's one of the reasons why we are in partnership with the National Academy for Social Prescribing this year. For that very reason, really to make sure that you're doing incredible work for all of us to stay healthy at this time of year. So we really wanted to give something back. And actually the thing that we've been finding, we've been doing a lot of work with local NHS trusts and GPs. The thing that we find is that when you share, when you share what you're you're planning to do as part of Red January with people around you, you're more likely to stick to it. So in Mohan's in, in case, for example, created a goal and now he's got other people in the surgery working towards that goal as well. So actually you have that level of accountability. So on the days where, as you're describing now, you just feel so stretched and you can't think about, I can't possibly fit this in. Knowing that you're a part of something with other people. And actually life is like that, isn't it? It's those things of some days motivation is going to ebb and flow. So it's trying to fit it in in a way that works for you and not putting too much pressure on yourself. We do incredible work with Dr. Brendan Stubbs and there's something that he shared with me recently that has really stuck and it's this thing around some movement is better than none. And really if it's if getting up, doing a stretch, walking around your desk, stepping outside, getting breathing in some fresh air, that's enough. That's enough. If that's all you can manage that day, that's more than enough. So it's, it's really just starting to reframe what it means to move. It doesn't necessarily need to mean 
training for a marathon or doing anything like that. It can just mean small, realistic, bite-sized movements. And you mentioned that some redders raise money for charity. Do they choose the charity or do we just pledge to raise money and then you guys allocate the, allocate the funds? Exactly that, the latter. So, um, yeah, funds goes towards movement and mental health projects. And for this year, those projects are led by Mental Health UK and by the National Academy for Social Prescribing. So money through that partnership is going towards um, pilots across the country where initiatives like Walk Talk Walk, Mental Health Swims, Run Talk Run will all be funded in local communities. So where it's fitting, if if people get subscribed physical activity in their local community, those projects will be funded by the red community. So everyone can experience the benefits that come from that. So what do you need the community to do? What would you like them to do? Oh, I like that question. No one's posed it like that before. Again, practically speaking, it would be to to sign up yep. for free or as a team. We're really encouraging people this time of year to, if they can, come together with friends, family, colleagues and enjoy the benefits that come from sharing the experience with other people as well. Um, it's all free, so you can sign up. It takes two minutes to sign up. And then we deliver things to your inbox to help support you throughout that journey through all of our partners. So inspiration, discounts, Redder stories, all of those things to hopefully help support your Red January journey as well. And as you touched upon earlier, we'd really encourage people to join the online Red community and share what they're up to as well. Um, Because your example of if people are really stretched for time, you won't be alone in that. So share, and then other people might be able to give some advice on and what they're up to as well. So those would be the two things. So this podcast is coming out kind of early January. So some people will be listening to this and will think, well, it's too late because the 1st of January has passed. What message would you give to those people? It's never too late to start a movement habit. So, um, yeah, we have people join at every point throughout the month. We keep registration life throughout the whole month for a reason, because we appreciate that the start of the new year can be feel a bit overwhelming. And actually, it might not feel right in that moment. So come to Red at a point that works for you and, and we'll be here. And we're here to help support you in creating habits that, that work for you. And from um, kind of a business perspective, you said that you take the learnings from January and then kind of implement them throughout the rest of the year. What are you doing throughout the rest of the year? You've mentioned the projects, but what else does the, I don't want, it's a social movement. Do you call it a business? I don't know. No. Okay. (laughs) Even hearing you say that, I was like, oh. What do you call it? A social movement. That Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what are you doing throughout the rest of the year? We are working with various organisations that are doing incredible work in this space. And we're really sharing some insights into what we've seen Redders embrace and what's working for them by way of starting to instill movement habits that they'll continue well beyond January. We did a lot of work with the University of Oxford for numerous years, really to understand what that looks like. So we share learnings. We offer up support to other initiatives, movement initiatives as well. There's so many, obviously, throughout the year, particularly weighted towards spring, summer. So we share insights and learnings around that. And we also look to create events. We partner up with amazing organisations that 
again, the essence of who they are is to bring people together. So the likes of Mind Over Mountains, for example, we enjoyed getting the Red community together out on the mountains for a walk and a talk. And we shared that experience and for people to meet in person as well. Who is the founder of Mind Over Mountains? Alex Staniforth. And he's done... He does like crazy challenges. I swear he's tried to do every. Yes, okay, yeah, I follow him. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, it's like oh, I recognise that. Alex. Yeah, yeah. We team up with Alex. We have done for years now, and it's what you were saying earlier about community as well, because it's largely online. But we really want to give people the opportunity to come together in person and really forge incredible relationships. And that's what we've seen. Even this year, for example, I can see that there's a group of Redders all meeting up at the National Running Show at the end of the month. And they're so excited to meet each other. And, and we see it year on year on year. So it's amazing that we're starting to come together and bring, bring those events to life as well. Okay, well, I will make sure I leave all of the links in the show notes. I will share, I'll pledge to share on social media my red movement for January. And I just think next year, if you come back on maybe November, let's see if we can, I think a lot of people from that listen to the podcast from the primary care community to see if we can get some more teams signed up. Oh, I would love that. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your time. so much for joining us if you like what you hear I would absolutely love it if you left us an iTunes rating and five star review I know many of you give us a shout out on social media which is lovely to see you guys listening to the podcast so please come and find us on Twitter at THC Primary Care on Instagram and on LinkedIn just look for Tara Humphrey and if you're not subscribed to our newsletter please do you get to hear more insights more confessions some tips and tools and a roundup of our activity over the week so click on join the newsletter in the show notes and I will see you in the next episode.